What's up, snitches? Welcome back to another episode of Let's Gossip with Meredith and Steph. This week, we're going to kick it right off again with The Bachelor recap. And let's just say we thought we had a case of the Mean Girls last week. This week is a whole nother story. Then we have Gossip of the Week. Mare, what's on the sketch? Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Do we have a lineup for Gossip of the Week? So first off, we're going to start with Jeffree Star and the Kanye West rumors. Next, we're moving on to the song that the internet is in love with, Olivia Rodrigo's new song, Driver's License. Then, Steph has officially watched Bridgerton, so we gotta get into that. And then Sex in the City is doing a reunion. Let's get into it. So let's dive into the Bachelor recap this week. First, we left off last week. We got to meet all of the girls. They had their limo entrances. All is well. Matt is in a mansion. They are getting the works. Now this week. Now we're getting down to the dates and the drama. So this week, there was two one-on-ones and one group date. The first one-on-one goes to Brie. She was the first girl to get out of the limo when we met her last week. And we love Brie. We love Brie. She's super smart. She's super pretty. Unproblematic, down to earth. You can tell she has a good head on her shoulders and she is here to find her husband. And although we were happy to see that Brie got the first one-on-one, Victoria, Queen Victoria, was so apparently not happy about it. And I have a lot to say about Victoria and we'll get into that later because obviously she has been very problematic from the start. We're only second weekend. But Victoria, it's like everybody wants the first one-on-one, Victoria. Every single person wants to go on that date. So you're not special with being upset about it. It's like all the other girls are like just happy for Brie. They're just saying, you know, like, that's great that you got it. And Victoria is livid. She's literally speaking to the group of girls who are all like, oh, that's awesome for Brie. Like, yeah, they're all like, shit, wish it would have been me. Victoria's literally like, says it to the whole group. She's like, I guess I don't get this little friendship that's going on that you girls have with Brie, but this isn't a fucking sorority. (laughs) She was like, I hate this girl power shit. Fuck you. I was like, the things that were coming out of her mouth just to everyone. I mean... I've never seen someone come on the show that so blatantly is trying to be the villain. Victoria makes all of the other villains yes. of Bachelor history look like the normalest people. Like, so unproblematic. Like, Victoria is blatantly talking shit to other girls' faces and then being like, I am being bullied. I'm being For attacked. Real. And it's like, We've obviously seen, like, I feel like most of the villains, they either just have, like, a problem with one person or they're a little bit annoying, you know? Or they talk to the camera, like, to the producers during the one-on-one interviews. That's when they say a lot of that shit that we all, like, want nothing to do with, that we, like, bitch about them for. She's straight up just saying it to every single girl in the room. And I feel like it's so out there like no one knows how to respond and it's like even if any of the other girls were feeling the same way as victoria no one in their right mind would speak on that no one would say the shit she's saying i'm literally speechless and it's also like no one can even say anything back to victoria if anyone tries to even calm her down or say anything she's so rude back to them like anna anna said like don't you think you're going to go into like a downward spiral if you get so upset about the littlest things? And she just bites Anna's head off right away. Like can't have anything to do with these girls. And the girls are all like trying to be like cautious on how they're approaching her because she's so like batshit crazy. They're all like, 
Um, I, I think we can all say that we can be happy for Brie. It's not, you know, everyone's just like, dude. And then knowing that there's a group date also that's coming about, Victoria's like, she was straight up saying to the girls that she would dread being on a date with any of them. Perfect. So this season is starting off amazing. It's just, I, we're going to get into Victoria later on some more, but she really ignites a fire inside me that makes me so physically angry. So then let's get into Bree's one-on-one with Matt. They go four-wheeling. Immediately when I saw that, I go, okay, they're going four-wheeling. Bachelorette could never. Bachelorette could never. The producers would have never said, let's do something fun for you guys. Like, for oh. the Bachelorette. Like, they're like, we're going to go all the stops and let's just kick it off with some ATVing. And they're all having a good time. And then Matt tells Bree, like, come get on my ATV. And he flips the ATV. That is so dangerous to no. flip. Those people break their arms, their legs. Like, I can't even imagine flipping one of those. That is, no. like, one of my biggest fear when I ride them. Right. Like, imagine all of that weight coming down on you. Like, I felt like she was kind of annoyed by that. I would be pissed. It's like, because first thing when she got on the back of the quad with him, he said, do you trust me? And she's like, yeah, like, we'll see what happens. Like, I'm trusting you. Like, when I get on a jet ski, when I get on the back of anything or anyone else is like driving like a go-kart or anything, I'm like, you better fucking make sure that we're not flipping this shit. Right. Because it's like, we don't have seatbelts on. There's absolutely zero protection. And these are like probably the most souped up four wheelers. And, and so- that's why I'm always the person that's like, I'm going to drive. <laughs> yeah, like, I know that I shouldn't be the most trusted, but I know in my hands, I'm going to make sure we're not fucking breaking bones. Yeah, no, I was actually very scared watching that. And after they get up and they're like, she's okay. She's okay. I'm like, okay, really? She's okay. She's limping away. <laughs> and then he makes her like flip the quad back over and he's clearly struggling doing it. She's like, hold holy shit, I did that? Like, Oh my God. So, I mean, fun, sure. But let's get into the dinner date. So yeah, Matt does a steamy little um, strip tease to cut the firewood. They have a little hot tub make out. It was cute. I think a very good one-on-one. Yeah. And then the dinner date, they're kind of getting into like their families and they have similar family dynamics, like where like the dad isn't really in the picture, that right. kind of thing. And I just felt like, one, they were finishing each other's sentences. Right. When he was trying to explain, like, his feelings about his family, she was like, this is, is this what you mean? I'm like, whoa. Like, she totally gets it. Yeah. And I felt like she was so calm. She just seems like the person to me that doesn't get nervous. Yeah. Like, totally. So calm, cool, and collected, knows what she wants, knows what she's here for. I don't see her literally being in any of the drama ever. No. She's definitely gonna go far. Yeah. I have zero issues with her. So next, we're going to move into the group date. And wow, there are a shit ton of people on this group date. 18 girls on a group date. How do you even go about spending your time? Like as Matt, it's like, okay, I got to get through 18 little conversations. That's just dumb. It's like, let's make them shorter and break them up. For real. Like you could have done two group dates. And I felt like this whole group date was kind of like not very well planned timing wise. I mean, maybe they did it on purpose, but like it's pouring rain. They tell the girls, we're going to do a wedding photo shoot, go pick out a wedding dress and you're going to stand up with Matt getting like your photos taken while all the other girls standing in the wedding dresses are waiting in line watching. (laughs) And of course, all of them are kissing him. Everybody's watching. It's very cringe. And Mari is up there taking her photo. She's looking like a queen and Victoria interrupts. Literally, Mari just walked up to the podium, just got up there, took one photo, and Victoria's already interrupting. And it's like, Victoria, 
just stop. Like, just sit the fuck down. Oh my God. Do you see like, everyone else waiting? There's only been like four girls that got to go. Give it a second. I get you're trying to be like bold by doing that, but it's really just like a turn off. You can read it all over Matt's face how uncomfortable. And it was the garter. The garter. Oh okay. I can't. No. Victoria, don't you dare. Don't you dare. A garter on her leg for Matt to pull off and then forces him into a makeout, like a sloppy makeout. And you could tell like she's holding his face. Like, and I feel like garters are like a playful thing to do at weddings. Like if you're really comfortable with your, your entire wedding party, it's yeah. like sometimes they can even be cringe at weddings. Yes. So imagine doing that in front of all of these people you don't know. Matt's probably like, oh my God, kill me now. And Matt and her, like they haven't been kissing. That like no. he's only at this point. Abigail was the first and only kiss like last week or whatever, and then Victoria just waltzes on in. It's like I saw the first girl kiss you. She just kissed him for a photo. The first I girl. hate that about the Bachelor franchise. Like the whole like taking initiative and kissing the Bachelor, or the Bachelorette, like so aggressively is like new. If you watch older seasons of The Bachelor, it's like girls weren't doing that. No, it's like and he, what's he gonna do? Tell you no in front of everybody? Yeah. It's like. Just stop assuming that you can just kiss him just because. It's like because he's a bachelor. Right. Like even on the limo entrances, that girl just kissing him. It's like, okay, that's not his choice. Does it seem like he wants to kiss you? You're doing a photo shoot game. And it's like in front of everyone. And the guys don't do that to the girl bachelorettes. No. You know, it's like they're not walking out of the limo and kissing them. It's like, girls, chill the fuck out. Victoria, sit down. And also the girls that do that right at first and do the like make out during a game or anything like this that push it like that. Never make it far. Right. It's like, oh, it's just so cringe. And then, so timing wise that I was saying the producers were not planning this very well, but I bet it was obviously on purpose. In the middle of all these girls trying to get their photos in the, like with Matt, Chris Harrison walks up and interrupts the entire thing. Like they hadn't even gotten through half of the girls. Right. Half the girls didn't even get a photo with Matt. And he's like, well, we're actually going to go play a little thing called capture the flag in the wedding dresses. Let's get fucking messy. And all the girls, the girls are like crying. They're like, I still haven't gotten any chance with him. Like, right. Like not even a picture, not even a single moment. And now you're going to go make me run around in the fucking woods, running in the woods, playing. I don't even get the point of this game, how you're out or how like, right. Like what was with the paint? I don't get it. Getting hit with frosting and paint, but then cake, like it was just so all over the place. But the red team won. And that means that they got to spend more time with Matt. Whereas the other girls had to go back to the house. Let's move into the cocktail party after the group date. So Lauren pulls him first, and I didn't even know Lauren. Like, I didn't remember her from last I week or anything. I remember her face, but she's like more, I feel like, more reserved and quiet. You know, I, she, they always show clips of her face in the background, but I haven't gotten to know her at all. Right, but she definitely brought her A-game. Yeah, and once again, kind of like breathe, like super just relaxed and calm, but also just like vulnerable, honest. I, I feel like they have the same exact values. Right, like so smart. She talks about her faith. Obviously, that's really important to Matt. I mean... I felt the connection. Yeah. The butterflies. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And then we move on to Victoria once again. And she thinks that she's really divulging here. She thinks she's being really vulnerable by saying that she was having like a really hard time picking her dress. All of these things saying how nervous she was. And it's like, that's not really being vulnerable. That's just saying like you're nervous and that you have insecurities. And it was literally like fishing for a compliment out of him. She's like, I was just like, do I look fat in my dress? Pause. Like It was just so blatantly forced in my opinion. Like when I was watching it, it was like, oh, I have to say something so and he like, connects with me. Whiny and needy and like 
Just and so, like, the energy was so low for her. You know what I mean? Like, she's just got this cloud around her that's just, like, negative for real. Like, all she can say is negative things. And obviously, he says, like, no, you looked great. I thought you did great <laughs> on the group day and stuff. But he's kind of, like, shuffling their conversation along. Like, all right, let's go on to the next one. They both stand up. He's, like, about ready to turn and leave. And she's like, can I have a kiss? For her to ask that one, so cringe. And then for him to say, and I quote, sure. Patience this man has. Oh, God. To just be nicer and not be like, bro, see ya. <laughs> like, and she forces him for the kiss and he says, sure. And she's still holding his face, like making him like make out. He's like, what is going on? Oh He's my- trying to be nice and not embarrass her. It's- Once again, let him take the initiative if he wants to kiss you why are we forcing everything why can't it be like abigail and matt's kiss where we have that little tinge of awkward silence and then naturally it happens just because you're kissing him does not mean you're gonna win the thing no and so he talks to the rest of the girls and then he pulls lauren which i love that he did that normally when they give the group date rose they just pass it out in front of the girls he pulled her separately explained why he's giving her the rose and then they had a great little makeout set. Yep, exactly. And then it's not feeling awkward for the girls to just watch her. You know, it doesn't make Lauren feel uncomfortable getting the rose in front of all the girls. You know, it's kind of right. like their own little thing. It was Love perfect. that he did that. And guess who was pissed? Victoria. It's just like, okay, Victoria, enough. I, Give like, it a fucking rest. It's just like... I don't understand why Lauren got it because I was very vulnerable with him. Like, I really thought I was getting yeah. it. We had such a strong connection. It's she like, goes to Lauren. She's like, Lauren, did you really expect that you were going to get that? Like, I don't know what your conversation was, but were you expecting that? Dude, what? What is going through your head? Straight up. And I saw this thing on TikTok where it's like, is Victoria a plant? Is she a ploy? Is she fake? Is she put on by the Bachelor producers to cause chaos? Because she must be like that. Like normal people don't say this stuff. And it's just like, it's rude. It's uncomfortable for everyone. It's like, ah, it's very specific kind of personality. I almost believe that she's a plant because it's like, there's no way in your right mind that anyone would act like this. There's no. just no way. And like Victoria always looks like she's hammered. What's <laughs> happening? Like her eyes, like the, they're glossed over and she's just like, oh, I don't get it. Are you like, okay, are you stable? She just is the definition of messy. Wait, so messy. Oh my God. She's the messiest bitch. So then we move on to the next one-on-one, which was given to Sarah, a.k.a. Alexis Rose. (laughs) And they go on a plane ride in some tiny little plane. And for her to say that she was nervous, I'm like, bitch, me too. We're riding in a two-seater. A two-seater with the top off, not enclosed. And it's also like they don't have helmets on. Her hair's in her face, all in her mouth. I'm like, this poor girl right now. Dude. And you can tell she's actually scared. Yeah. I would be as well. Yeah. Both of the ATV dates and the plane ride. Okay, I'm scared. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of glad that she got this one-on-one because I feel like she seems, from what we've seen, a little more quiet or a little right. more like on like the reserve side. So I feel like we wouldn't have gone to know her if she didn't get this one-on-one. I definitely agree a little bit. Yeah, I definitely wasn't expecting her to get Me either. the one-on-one right away. No. I could have seen her getting it down the road. Yeah. But he must have had an immediate connection with her. Yeah, and, I like, needed to see. And their date is really cute. She ends up telling him about her dad's condition. They really bonded over that. Her what dad he- has... um. Lou Gehrig's disease yeah. or ALS, yeah, which is super sad. She was like dreading the entire date, like up until the dinner date. She's like, I don't want to have to get into like about my father and you know what I've the sacrifices I've had to make. So finally, he like pulls it out of her, which I it, the way he asked was literally the producers told him, Hey, this is what's going on. Ask her about it because he was like, 
So uh, you were a little reserved about telling me about your dad earlier. What's going on there? Right. For real. It's like, you picked that up? Like, I mean, when I was watching him, he did kind of make a face. He's yeah, because like, she was definitely being vague at first. And like pausing. And so like she is saying like how, you know, she was a like a broadcaster, a journalist, and she like quit her career to like be a caregiver to her father. And the fact that Matt was so cute about it, he was like, I am honored, honored. Yeah. That she is taking the time away from her father to be here with me for me. For real. And not him being a fucking stand-up guy asking her, what can yes. I do for you? When what can I do to make this experience the best it can be for you? Like, how can I be the man that you want? And for this to be an experience for you, what can I do for you? And she was even like, like she had the same shit. reaction as us. She was like, like you're asking me? For real. Like, okay. yeah. he He's honored. Brownie points, brownie points, brownie and points for Matt. Hey, hey. <laughs> and she even said, she's like, I've literally never had a conversation like yeah. that. Yeah. Everyone is blown away, including Sarah. Thank you. Wow. Man. Speechless. And now, ladies and gents, we have the rose ceremony. And shit hits the fan. Oh, the cocktail parties before the rose ceremony. There's always just something that doesn't go quite right. Right. It, the night started off promising. Mm -hmm. Started off so well. We have Abigail and Matt. Just <sighs> two cutie pies. Oh my gosh. The and whole like, signals thing. I can't. I love the signals trick. This is uh, going down in history. A million girls are going to do this for next season. your limo entrance. Be like, this is going to be our thing. Because you, you have that little thing with someone. That's your. Right. You know what I mean? That's you're always thinking then. Exactly. Oh, it's like a hidden little romance that no one knows about. Oh, it's the stolen glances. Yes. <laughs> yes. Started off so promising with Abigail. Just her presence is always just uh, cherry on top. And then Matt talks to Marilyn. Marilyn is the sweetest little angel. Yes. So unproblematic. She is roommates with Victoria. And what she said to Victoria that this whole next thing is going to be about is Marilyn said to Victoria, like, I want to know, like, more about you or something like, something to that degree. Um, I want to get inside your head and figure out why you're the way you are. Like, that kind of dig. And Marilyn's like, she goes, is that really how I said it, Victoria? I, she was like, I said it. We were roommates and we should get to know each other. And Victoria's like, did I just make those words up out of my head? It's like, yes, Victoria, probably. The only reason Victoria is coming for Marilyn right now is one, Marilyn is like a shy, like reserved person who's emotional. And so she's like easy target there. Totally. Second, it is all started right after Marilyn walked back with an orchid. Like that's her favorite flower. And Matt had remembered and gotten it for her. So when she was talking like one-on-one -on -one with Matt, like Marilyn was, he gave her this orchid. He's like, I remembered your favorite flower was an orchid. So I got you one. And she goes, I didn't even think you remembered my name. Right. So she's so happy. She was so nervous. This Obviously this whole journey isn't like for her personality. Right. You know, she's like more reserved. As soon as she comes back with that flower, Victoria went off the walls coming for her. It's like, just because Matt is doing one nice thing for Marilyn doesn't mean you absolutely have to destroy just her. Just because Marilyn and other girls are succeeding doesn't mean you can't succeed either. You are doing this to yourself. Once again, Victoria, like this is week one. Week one. If you actually focused on Matt, like you say you are and how you only care about Matt and didn't focus on the rest of the girls, yeah. you could probably go farther than you are going yeah. to. Yeah. And, and then she's literally confronting Marilyn in front of all the girls once again. It's like, can you be a little mature? And you think you're being hard, but and like being a hard ass by saying this in front of the other girls. You're not. It's embarrassing and it's rude. All the girls are like, I never saw Marilyn once be rude to you. All the girls are like, we have no idea what Victoria is talking about because they haven't seen any sort of side of 
describe Marilyn like that. They're like, this isn't true. Anybody watching the show, no one thinks Marilyn's a big fucking bully. No. It's like, if you're reading the room, Matt, Marilyn is not the issue. No. And so what does Victoria do? She takes it upon herself to pull Matt and tell Matt that she's being bullied in the house so bad that she has to move out of her room. Yeah, specifically that Marilyn is bullying her. So she's had to sleep on the couch. When it's like, that's not what went down, Victoria. You left because you said you deserve your own room. Yes. And that's what a queen deserves. And so it's like, no. And the whole time, like, Matt is, like, listening. And I'm, like, pissed that he's even, like, engaging in it and eating it up. All Victoria's saying to Matt, there's no evidence, no specific scenario. All she's saying is that Marilyn's toxic. She's toxic. And when she cries, she manipulates people. Like, all the girls are toxic. That's all she could say is the word toxic. I'm, like, dude, you you are the definition of toxic. And so, like, Matt takes the fucking bait. And I'm, like, Matt, you have seen probably more of this weird side of Victoria. If it's this obvious to us, the way she's even interacting with Matt, you'd think when he hears this from her, it's, like, okay, this is for attention. And it's, like, Victoria, how dare you say that Marilyn is bullying you when you have relentlessly talked shit to every single person in this house? At least go after fucking Mari or Kit who are, have a backbone and that would be able to like stand up for themselves. It's oh like, yeah. Don't go up to Ma- Marilyn because she's like the easiest target for you. Exactly. I would love to see you go after Kit I would Kit or light her up oh, if Kit I was there. Kit wants it. Kit wants it. So then after Matt talks to Victoria, he goes and pulls Marilyn, explains the whole situation and she is just like abdicating for herself and this is always a shit position to be yeah. in because it's like, oh, now who do you believe? It's like, all she can say is, I haven't been bullying her. And Marilyn's like, I don't know how to like convince you that none of this is true. You know, I was like watching her and I'm like, oh, I want to speak for you. I want to speak on your behalf and just be like, bitch, no, I would have grabbed Victoria and said, come, I would have grabbed Matt in front of all the girls and said, with Victoria, let's hash this out with Matt right here. Everyone can vouch for me. When Marilyn and Victoria actually have a conversation, if Matt or any of the girls were to watch that, you would know who's the problematic one. Yes. So then Marilyn is obviously upset, like leaving the conversation with Matt. And she goes to where Victoria is sitting with all the girls in the room. And Marilyn kindly, kindly, normally the other person that's getting ratted on comes in guns blazing. Yeah. Marilyn's like, hey, Victoria, could we go speak outside privately? Victoria's like, nope, you can sit across the room from me right here with everyone around. All of the girls get up and leave and leave the room for them. I'm like, thank you for being on Marilyn's side and being like, fine, Victoria, if you're going to be a bitch, then Mm. we're going to leave the room. Why are you being so hostile? Marilyn is just trying to... So mature. So just like trying to... She's like, I think we can... Victoria, really... I think we can come to an understanding. I apologize if I made you feel that way. Victoria is just not letting Marilyn just like say her piece, have her piece, and just be done with it. She is like the most immature. My brain can't even wrap around it. Because it's like at the end of the day, Marilyn deep down probably is like, I didn't do shit, but I don't want this drama. So I'm going to apologize for hurting your feelings. And Victoria's like, well, if you didn't think you did anything wrong, then why are you apologizing? It's like, she just wants to fucking squash the beef. Because she's like, dude, I don't even know what beef we even have. So if there's an issue, I'd rather not be in a problem with you. Like, can we just be done and we don't need to speak again? And Victoria is just like, I hate when people fight like that. It's like- I know. She just blatantly is 
just trying to cause Totally, it's just pushing, pushing, pushing. And Marilyn at that point, it's like, what can you even do? No. You literally can't do anything. And, and the way that Victoria is talking to Marilyn is so degrading and oh. just literally just straight up mean. And it's like, Marilyn is I would so be, sweet. She Marilyn, doesn't even know how to combat this. And Marilyn like walks away crying. She's like, I don't know if I would want to be here in this environment. Like, this is awful. No, Victoria, oh. you're being a fucking bully. Leave Marilyn alone and shut your trap. I get, I truly get that all the girls, they don't want to be a part of the drama because if you're a part of the drama, then you go home. Right. But the fact that none of them are sticking up for Marilyn. Yes. And it's like, oh, who's right, who's wrong? It's like, there's a clear who's right and who's wrong. There's, you should know what side to pick. Every girl in there knows that Marilyn has not done a single thing wrong. Not like there's been a little bit back and forth. Let's pick right. sides. It's like, no, straight up, Marilyn has not done a single thing. So speak the fuck up before it gets any further. Right. Because it's like, if Marilyn goes home over Victoria... Oh, I'm going to be so fucking annoyed with Matt. I guess I shouldn't say annoyed with Matt because I know that the producers yeah. are going to force him to keep her. Victoria is probably one of the producers. For real. Undercover. All of the girls are like mad at Victoria for starting drama. Every single one of these girls in the house could talk to Matt about your action. Yeah. And no one is. And so that's obviously taking away time from like the cocktail party and all the girls are mad because they're like... Victoria started this rumor and this drama that's engulfing like Matt and all of his time. None of us get to speak to him. And so they're even saying to her, they're like, Victoria, why are you talking to Matt about the other girls and the drama with the girls in the house when you don't see any of us doing it? Like when they all probably should. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like she just straight up is the worst, the worst, the worst ever down with the queen down with the queen off with red. <laughs> And then we move on to the rose ceremony. We don't even get to see anything. Sarah passes out. Oh, yeah. And, okay, I guarantee, like, it's that classic thing where it's, like, if you lock your knees, you're passing out. You know, they're standing on those risers. She's definitely got her fucking knees locked, ass popped. Like, yeah, (laughs) no, for real. And it's, like, at first when I saw the previews for someone passing out the rose ceremony, I'm, like... Who is it? And who's being dramatic, wanting attention? No, Sarah already has a rose. She's not here for extra attention. She's straight up passing out up on the stands. Yeah, for real. Like, I don't think she's trying to get more attention. No. I think her ass is blacking out. She was about to tip off those risers. So we don't know who's saying, but I swear to God, if Marilyn goes home because of this, don't come for Marilyn. Go for someone else at least. But if Victoria ever lays her eyes on Abigail, I will It's game over. A bit. <laughs> it's game it over. Is ga- don't even look in Abigail's direction. Angel. And we end on a to be continued. And next week, guys, ooh, fired up. My blood is boiling, people. All right, snitches. So for gossip of the week, let's start off with the drama that just kicked off 2021. Jeffree Star hooking up with Kanye West. These rumors. Oh, Jesus. We all know them. We've seen them. I've seen them on every platform. I was shook. To my core. I would never have paired Kanye with Jeffree Star at all. Like, just even the two of them. Maybe basically this all started with a girl on TikTok saying that a beauty guru was hooking up with Kanye West. That was a male beauty guru. Yes. So everyone immediately took to themselves to put all the pieces together. Lots of different like evidence, photos, things of piecing it that it's Jeffree Star. Why people are saying this is one, because obviously we all know that Kanye lives in Wyoming. Jeffree Star recently moved to Wyoming. They also live in the same gated community in the Hidden Hills. So it's like, okay, those two pieces alone, it's like, so you definitely have come into contact with each other. And there are just like random people, random rumors. So it's just like, 
Everyone at this point is having to make a decision for themselves. Yeah. Another thing that's important in this is Jeffrey months ago filmed a video saying that he had been hooking up with a male rapper and that he would be six feet under if he said his name and that he signed multiple NDAs. Yeah. So and it's he like, said like that he would kill him yeah. on, on his drive home. Yeah. So it's like, okay. So that everyone's like, that would make sense. Like the NDAs, like obviously Kanye's huge. So you know that yeah. Jeffrey's signing multiple non-disclosure agreements. Like, oh, and there's also like other receipts of people being like, but like these dudes are like, I have text messages from Kanye's bodyguards coming to pick me up in LA to meet up with Kanye, hook up with him. Here's a screenshot of the NDA. Right. All this like, stuff. Like I can't say who because I signed the NDA. <laughs> Things that are making sense a little bit and adding up for this right rumored to be something to talk about and also the fact that this all blew up right when kim and kanye announced or a source has announced that they are getting a divorce but the main tea here is jeffrey posted a picture of him all glammed up with the location wyoming saying getting ready for sunday service Okay, right there, bada bing, Jeffrey, you're talking shit. You're making the rumors swirl even more. We all know Kanye is classically known for his Sunday services in Wyoming. Right after Jeffrey posted that picture, the internet was losing their fucking yeah, minds. Yeah, where it's like, are you just playing with us or are you like trying to tell us it's actually kind of true? And then the next morning, Jeffrey had a video ready to rock posted where he is denouncing all of the rumors, saying that it's not and true. And he honestly doesn't even sit there seriously and saying none of this is true it's like he's just laughing and making it a joke the entire time right and he just is like playing it down like this yeah. is so ridiculous but it's like jeffrey 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 i've Come known on. you for too damn long i've seen you go through scandal after scandal after scandal and i have never in my life seen him turn around so fast and post a video to denounce some random shit it's never. like a whole video too you can just post it on your story yeah like you are straight up having a fucking gun to your head saying you better say you this is a lie now you need to get up and shoot this video deny it right this second when all of his other scandals he'll wait a while like you said it's a, like a, a week yeah not more no, next morning he said ready to go it's all fucking rumors that's the worst part we don't know anything and for fact but we can all have our own opinions here so next the song that of the has, century <laughs> the song that's been heard around the world driver's license by olivia rodrigo olivia rodrigo you ask who is that that's what i asked she is 17 and she is on the disney plus series like the new high school musical like the revampings of our High school yeah. musical. And wow. Wow, wow, wow. Does this girl have some pipes, some lyrics, some feels? It has hit home with every single person in the country. I have chills head to toe right now. Goosies. Just thinking about the song. It's so good. The lyrics are unreal. Her voice an angel the music video like on top of the song just being so unbelievably bomb we have the drama we have the drama behind the song who knew that these disney characters <laughs> had drama that we didn't know about it's so funny because like every single thing on my tiktok is like me 24 years old being absolutely obsessed with this 16 year old drama and absolutely. that is us 100% where the drama everyone's kind of speculating is one of her leaders lyrics in the song is that the guy that she's singing about that she's in love with is like moving on with this blonde girl who's so much older than her and it that's what she's everything that Olivia's insecure about there you go that's Sabrina Carpenter people let's put this into perspective okay 
Olivia, Gabriella from our high school musical, okay? Yes. The dude that she's talking about in the song, Joshua Bassett, that's our Troy Bolton. Yes. Sabrina Carpenter, that is our Sharpay. Absolutely. So right now, Troy Bolton and Sharpay are together when obviously Gabriella is the true love here. Yes. And that is what the whole song is about. And I mean, guys, it just hits home. Oh my home. gosh. It's like we are in happy, yes. happy, happy relationships being like, my heart is broken. I'm like, why am I feeling heartbreak all over again? Where it's like, whoa, I know how this girl is feeling. 17, her first love. Oh. He's on with a new girl. She's still in love with him. And their whole thing was how the reason it's called like driver's license and it's about that is like Olivia and Josh would always drive around and he taught her how to drive. Yeah, he would take her like in the in and out parking lot, like showing her how to drive. It was just their thing. But if anything, Olivia, like this is the best thing you could do because the music video, you're gorgeous. The gorgeous. song, amazing. It's going to the top hits. It's like she's above Taylor Swift and Justin Bieber right now and she's 17. Out of nowhere, here she is. Oh, I mean. I'm invested. I am playing this song on repeat in my car over and over. I haven't stopped listening to it since I first saw it. I can't stop listening to it. And I think that Olivia is only going up from here. So next, we're going to divulge into Bridgerton. I know we talked about it last week, but guys, Steph has officially watched. I could keep this short and sweet, but all I have to say is God bless. (laughs) God bless you, Shonda Rhimes. I... You know, it's something that, you know, I had to watch separately from my boyfriend because he's not going to want to watch Bridgerton, okay? It's like Gossip Girl from, like, the 1700s. (laughs) And, but I got some time to watch this. And when I say, I only have one episode left, so I've gotten to the good so far. I am so invested. Definitely Gossip Girl vibes. It's Simon for me. The Duke of Hastings is what really just sends me over the edge with being obsessed with this. It's just too good. I... It's I mean, the forbidden love affair for me. I can't. Ooh. And I'm just like the entire time wanting them to get together so bad. But, you know, back then or whatever, they couldn't. You can't kiss before marriage or right. anything. And like they just randomly get married. I'm like the whole time. I'm like, for the love of God, make out with her. For real. I'm not going to give any spoilers. Guys, we officially have a Bridgerton fan When I hands. say, you know, I was like, you know, I'll get to the series. I'll watch it. Sure, right. sounds good. What In my own time. I started that. It's taken me two days. And I swear I would have been done in one night if I would have had more time. I'm telling you right now, drop everything. Go watch it. It is just, it and is sexy. It is it's mysterious. Like it's everything. everything. In case nobody knows this, I will be here to deliver. <laughs> They've already renewed Bridgerton yes. for eight more seasons. I forgot. Eight more seasons. And I about had a heart attack when I saw that I was on episode five out of eight. I go, there's only eight episodes? Oh, honey, no. You don't there's going to be eight. And you don't even know who Lady Whistlejohn is. I know. Do we even find out at the end oh, of the season? Oh, we sure oh, do. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> it's not who you would think either. I haven't even been trying to really guess. Ooh. Oh, should I say who I think it is? Say, sure. Go. The Queen. I don't, don't tell know. me nothing. Not I shouldn't even say it to you because I can read your face in two <laughs> seconds. I don't know what to believe. Mary gives everything away. <laughs> and to finish off Gossip of the Week, we are going to be talking about Sex and the City coming back for a reunion season. I don't know the details for sure, but I'm pretty sure they're going to do like one season catching up with where they all left off. Oh my gosh. Meredith got me in college like a few years ago. So into Sex and the City. Ugh. We would binge watch. Dude. We binge that entire thing in two seconds. We would lock my bedroom door, shut the shades, put the blanket up over the window. It was pitch black and we'd watch it all day if we had the day off. Straight up. Like I just vividly remember the one time we were so hungover and we had Panda Express delivered. Yes. We said lock the doors, 
No so one's leaving no this room until we finish Sex in the City and we ate Panda Express, did not leave. So damn good. I am so uh, pumped for this. I almost feel like I need to rewatch it. So give us the tea. So the tea. Here we go. Samantha. We know her. We love her. She is like my favorite character Makes of the entire the show. show. Samantha doesn't give two fucks. She's the only one that doesn't piss me off and annoy me. <laughs> like, you know, genuinely, each character kind of annoys you. Right. Like, genuinely down to her core, boss ass bitch. Yeah. Don't need no man. Has her own company. Rich as fuck. I mean, like, just iconic. Yes. And there is lots of drama with Samantha, the real person, Kim Cattrall, that plays her. Her and Sarah Jessica Parker, who plays Carrie, apparently do not get along. Long story fucking short, Kim hates Sarah Jessica Parker. And I remember this drama happening a while ago where everyone was like talking about Sarah Jessica Parker and what she was like on set. And I didn't realize it was just specifically Kim that was having the issue with Sarah. Yes. And when Kim's dad died, Sarah reached out to her and like, like obviously gave her condolences and Kim like lost it on Instagram and was just saying that Sarah is just a terrible person, all this shit. Yeah. Like that um, Sarah Jessica Parker was so mean to Kim on set was like, a horrible person to work with the other um co-stars yeah co-stars they were like no i don't know what you're talking about like they all seem like great friends and so now that they're doing the reboot samantha's missing they're just gonna do carrie miranda and charlotte and i just feel like samantha not being there is gonna just not be as good i first of all can't stand miranda's face i hate to say it (laughs) sorry like her i'm sure she's a great person i just can't stand her no you, you didn't like her the whole time no her whole character everything about her can't stand her um yeah, no, it's hard to be. I'm excited for it, but right. it's like Samantha literally makes it. She makes the show. She makes it like fun. Will I be watching? Absolutely. Will I be enjoying it as much as if Samantha was there? No, no. absolutely not. So we will get back to you on our thoughts on that once it comes out because we will definitely be watching. All right, snitches, that is a wrap on this week's episode of Let's Gossip. Make sure to leave a review and subscribe. And we will see you, snitches, next Thursday for another gossip update. Titty, titty, titty flop. I'm so shy. Okay. Ha <laughs> ha, horse mouth. <laughs>